Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and Intentional Ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I have categorized them into people, legal, and rewilding. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Alright, in the first category of people, uh, this one's coming from IUCN.org. Ninfa Karyanil, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, is the 2021 International Ranger Award winner. Since 2012, Ninfa and her husband Rufino patrolled and protected the rainforest of Aguila Harpia Proaves Reserve in the Colombian Amazon. They built strong links and relationships with the local community, earning their trust and encouraging their interest in its wildlife and conservation. Community members have helped support Nympha through two recent personal tragedies, the death of her son Johann Sebastian in 2019 and the loss of her husband to COVID in 2020. Since then, Nympha has continued alone to protect the area from hunters, loggers, and illegal settlers to conduct monitoring, to build community support, and to inspire young people. Through her dedication and sacrifice, Ninfa has become a local leader and voice for conservation and for indigenous women in a remote Amazon community. The IUCN's WCPA International Ranger Award was developed through a, con a collaboration between the IUCN's WCPA, the International Ranger Federation, Global Wildlife Conservation, and Conservation Allies. These awards, created in 2020, aim to highlight and facilitate the extraordinary work that rangers do in protected and conserved areas worldwide. Winners of the IUCN WCPA International Ranger Award will receive a unique uniform patch along with $10,000 US for their associated organization to support their work. This can include purchasing essential supplies or equipment, providing training, providing insurance, supporting the family of a deceased ranger, or other ranger welfare activities. These new awards, instituted in 2020, complement the existing and ongoing range of awards offered to rangers around the world. So congratulations uh, to NINFA. Second category, legal. The first news post here is coming from NewYorkPost.com. South Korea will grant legal status to animals to tackle abuse and abandonment. South Korea plans to amend its civil code to grant animals legal status. Shong Jae-min, the Justice Ministry's Director General of Legal Counsel, told Reuters in an interview. The amendment, which must still be approved by Parliament, likely during its next regular session in September, would make South Korea only one of a handful of countries to recognize animals as beings with a right to protection, enhanced welfare, and respect for life. The push for amendment comes as the number of animal abuse cases increased to 914 in 2019 from 69 in 2010. 
Data published by a lawmaker's office showed, and the pet owning population grew to more than 10 million people in the country of 52 million. South Korea's animal protection law states that anyone who abuses or is cruel to animals may be sentenced to a maximum of three years in prison or fined 30 million won, or $26,000 US. But the standards to decide penalties have been as low have been low as the animals are treated as objects under the current legal system. The next headline here is out of Reuters.com. Federal judge throws out U.S. approval of ConocoPhillips Alaska oil project. This one's huge. A federal judge reversed the U.S. government's approval of ConocoPhillips' planned $6 billion willow oil development in Alaska, citing problems with its environmental analysis, according to court documents. The ruling is a fresh blow to a massive drilling project that Alaskan officials hoped would help offset oil production declines in the state. In her order, Alaska District Court Judge Sharon Gleason said she was vacating the U.S. Bureau of Land Management's approval of the development in part because the agency failed to include greenhouse gas emissions from foil, foreign oil consumption in its environmental analysis. It also quote, failed to adequately analyze a reasonable range of alternatives, unquote, for the project, she wrote. Gleason also said that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service did not outline specific measures to mitigate the project's impact on polar bears. I am excited to see that oil development uh, challenged. Last category here, um, there's three really amazing ones um, in this category. First one's coming from theguardian.com. Uh, blue whales are returning to Spain's Atlantic coast after a 40-year absence. Blue whales, the world's largest mammals, are returning to Spain's Atlantic coast after an absence of more than 40 years. The first one was spotted off the coast of Galicia in northwest Spain in 2017 by Bruno Diaz, a marine biologist who is head of the Bottlenose Dolphin Research Institute in O Grove, Galicia. Another was spotted in 2018, another the following year, and then in 2020, they both returned. Just over a week ago, a different spe specimen was sighted. Diaz, Diaz said, it was not yet clear whether the climate crisis was leading the creatures to change their habits and return to an area where they were hunted almost to extinction. I believe the moratorium on whaling has been a key factor, he said. In the 1970s, just before the ban was introduced, an entire generation of blue, blue whales disappeared. Now, more than 40 years later, we're seeing the return of the descendants of the few that survived. There was a, century, a centuries-old whaling industry and a dozen whaling ports in Galicia. Spain did not ban whaling until 1986, by which time the blue whale was all but extinct in the region. This next one is coming from Colombian.com. A second family of wolverines is discovered at Mount Rainier. A second litter of wolverine offspring has been born in the Mount Rainier National Park. Park officials in the Cascades Carnivore Project have confirmed. The litter marks the third wolverine family documented in Washington's South Cascades in a century and the second family documented in Mount Rainier National Park. Researchers retrieved photographs and video from cameras set in a remote area of the park where they believed a female wolverine made her den in 2020. They discovered the wolverine with her two kits while visiting the area in June 2021. It's great news to learn that we have our second documented wolverine litter in the park, said Mount Rainier National Park Superintendent Greg Dudgeon. 
It helps us confirm that the park's wilderness is excellent habitat for wolverines and that protection of these wild areas is important to the success of many species of wildlife. All right, and the last one here, um, this is huge. This is coming from biologicaldiversity.org. House Democrats to provide $100 million for critically endangered species in reconciliation bill. In a memo released by the House Natural Resources Committee, House Democrats will provide $550 million to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in the upcoming budget reconciliation package, including $100 million for some of the most critically imperiled species in the United States. The legislation will include $25 million to conserve and restore four of the most imperiled types of endangered species in the United States, butterflies, eastern freshwater mussels, southwest desert fish, and Hawaiian plants. This is the largest investment in the recovery of endangered species in a generation, and I couldn't be more thrilled, said Brett Hart, Government Affairs Director at the Center for Biological Diversity. If we're going to tackle the extinction crisis and save these incredible species from the brink, this is exactly the type of bold action that's needed. A 2016 study found that Congress only provides approximately 3.5% of the estimated funding the Fish and Wildlife Service's scientists say is needed to recover species. Roughly one in four species receives less than $10,000 a year toward recovery, and many of the endangered species that will benefit from this funding receive nothing for recovery in a given year. The legislation will also provide an additional $240 million for Endangered Species Act activities, including $150 million for recovery plans, $50 million for habitat conservation plans, and $40 million for interagency consultations. The Fish and Wildlife Service has been operating on a shoestring budget for decades, and we've lost species to extinction because of it, said Hart. The American people care deeply about saving life on Earth, and it's fantastic to see Congress finally addressing the historic shortfalls in funding for wildlife conservation. Also included in the committee's allocation is $100 million for climate change mitigation, $100 million for protecting and restoring grasslands, and $10 million for wildlife corridors. Wow, I love all of that. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future. Thank you.